In my very first episode, I talked about how it took me so long to get started on a podcast because I didn't know where to start and I was getting in my own way. Well, I don't want y'all to end up like me and wait two plus years to get started on your dreams. So do yourself a favor and download the Anchor app. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there on your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So they literally do all the hard work for you. But the best part is that you can get paid with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, my babies. It's Majine, aka Mama Maj, and you're tuned in to Mama Majism. Today, the guided meditation is going to be a little different. We are going to do a breathing meditation. So this is going to help you get revitalized and relaxed. So it is a deep breathing meditation. I'm going to try my best to vocalize when I deep breathe, but please feel free to again, go at your own pace. Know that this is meant for you to relax yourself. So find the pace that works for you, that gets you to that point of relaxation. Make sense? Alright, so you know the drill. Go ahead and get into a comfortable position. I want you to be relaxed, whether that's laying down, sitting down, whatever. This is your moment, your time to get zenned out. Now I'd like you to pause and take a deep breath. And place your feet flat on the floor, really feeling your feet in contact with the ground underneath you. Now, place your hands on your stomach and take three deep breaths. Noticing your stomach rising and falling with each breath in and each breath out. And when you feel comfortable, begin to close your eyes. Now, as you keep breathing deeply into your stomach, I'd like you to breathe in for a count of five. Then hold your breath for a count of five. And breathe out slowly for a count of five.
And we're gonna keep breathing in for five, hold for five, out for five. Obviously, take your time. Don't overexert yourself. This is meant to relax you, not make you lightheaded. So, take your time on these counts of five. And when you're breathing in for five, I want you to Really think about all the negative things that are going on with you right now. Go ahead and inhale that and let that in for five. Hold it. Acknowledge it for five. And when you breathe out for five, I want you to let all of those negative energies go. We're in control of how we handle our situations. We gotta let these negative vibes, these negative energies know that we don't have to partake. We choose positivity. We choose happiness. Doing great. I'd like you now to slowly bring your attention back to the room. Noticing the sounds around you. And begin to open your eyes. Awesome. Now, hopefully you feel more relaxed. I know I do. Just want to give a couple more moments for everyone to collect themselves. Get into my mind So something that I've done in the past and continue to do to this day is doing a social media cleanse. I wanted to do a social media cleanse for a few reasons. Whenever I start to feel like I'm comparing myself to someone or something that I see on my timeline, or when I feel like it's distracting me and keeping me from doing what I know I need to get done, different things like that, I decide, okay, it's time to 
put a pause on all that, just recenter myself and, you know, get back to my core because if I don't do that, I will easily get sidetracked. And I mean, I get it. Like I said before, we're living in the digital age, so everything that we do now seems to revolve around social media, but I'm low-key over it. Like, listen, us early to mid-90s babies were born in an interesting time where technological advances were slowly making their way up. All right, I grew up in a household where home phones were still a thing. I literally taught all of my fourth grade class how to three-way call because we would talk on the phone every night to each other as if we actually had something to talk about. And aside from phones, computers, I remember the first time that in my family, we got a computer. It was huge. It took forever to start up. And I mean, I wasn't really allowed to use the internet unless it was for like school purposes or when my mom allowed me to play Neopets, which I still do to this day. Okay, don't judge me, but you know, my pet's doing fine. Doing great, actually. I'd be putting her up in uh, the little pet hotel. She'd be eating good, doing good, and I got money in the bank collecting all my Neo points every day. But you know, whatever. Even with, you know, games like Neopets. I remember my first Game Boy Color. I would spend hours playing Mario. That was still fun for me, you know? But other than that, my main source of fun and activities came from like actually getting my ass up and going outside to play with friends. Like literally running around the streets of San Pedro. We were badass. Well, we weren't bad kids, but you know, we were definitely loud and obnoxious. But we were kids, you know, we were having fun. And no, no adults, you know, stopped us unless we were obviously doing stuff we shouldn't be doing. Like one time I remember <laughs> me and my friends, we used to like ding dong ditch people's houses and me, me and my luck. So um, me and my friends ding dong ditch one house and like they all ran and I think one of my friends accidentally bumped into me. So when she bumped into me, I fell into the bush. And so by the time I tried to get up and like run away, the person who lived in the house was already hip to what we were doing. So they were like outside or they like opened the door and was like, what are you doing? And I ran so fast, but the fact that I was like the last one was really sad. Speaking of uh, last, my first cell phone was one of those pay-as-you-go phones so my mom knew I was safe when I was walking home from school. I didn't get a real cell phone until sometime in high school and even that wasn't a smartphone. So I couldn't do the things that all my friends could do, like take selfies and shit. Like I didn't get a smartphone until I bought one myself when I was, uh, I think a freshman, yeah, when I was a freshman in in college and that's when, you know, Instagram started to really pop. Or no, I think Instagram's always been a thing, but I didn't make an account until my freshman year because uh, one of my colleagues was like, look, you need to get on Instagram. Like, what are you doing with your life? And I was like, okay, with my shitty camera quality, embarrassing times. Let's not even get into that right now. <laughs> Instead, let's get into the fact that now we live in a world where five-year-olds have their own iPhones, tablets, Beats headphones. I mean, really, I, I don't even own a pair of Beats headphones yet. Like, I mean, but you know, I'm not knocking parenting styles or anything, but like, damn, how different my childhood was compared to theirs. I bring all of this up to say that I miss how simple my life was. And since there's no way for me to go back to not paying bills and having my mom cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner for me, I figured I could at least bring the social interaction back into my life. This wasn't an easy thing for me to do. Those of you listening that have been on my journey with me through Snapchat and even a little bit on Instagram when Snapchat kind of died, you already know I was glued 
to social media platforms. Whether I was having a good day or a bad day, Snapchat was the first thing I told. It got so bad that people would bring up things I talked about in my Snapchat and I'd question how they knew, to which they would respond, you said it on Snapchat. The fact that I couldn't even remember saying it was my indication that I needed some sort of intervention. And some of y'all probably do too. Time away from the smartphone has really opened my eyes to a lot of things and made me question the true intentions of my generation. Millennials, I'm, I'm talking to you. Have we really become so enamored with social media that we'd rather hang out online as opposed to in person? Did we really become the social media zombies our parents warned us not to become when we were growing up? I still really don't know, but I do know these things. <clears throat> we fail to check up on one another. While the times that I've been away from social media or my phone for that matter, my phone was dry as fuck. Like, seriously, I felt like Drake in his Take Care album. I never want to feel that low again. I mean, is it really that hard for us? We already have the phone in our hands. Is it really that difficult for us to scroll through our contacts, click on a name, send a message, make a phone call, be like, hey, haven't heard from you in a while, haven't seen you in a while. How you doing, friend? I'm checking in. I'm checking up. What's going on? You doing okay? You drink your water? Like anything like we literally suck it's gotta stop I you know I am definitely gotten better at being a communicator and you know checking in on the people that I love because that's what matters and so lately I've really been and especially on days where I feel like I'm missing something or that I need a connection it might be the mama maj in me but I just get these urges sometimes that so-and-so needs to be checked up on So I'll literally hit them up as soon as I think it. I pick my phone up and I send them a text or I give them a call. And then there's putting up a front on social media. And that's why I try not to get sucked into it or even feel jealous or like, oh, I wish that I could do this or I could have that because so-and-so has this and that and yada, yada, yada. It's just a slippery slope of fuckery that you don't want to involve yourself in. So just don't even fall down the rabbit hole. Just know that everything you see on social media is not real. (laughs) Even the most genuine relationships don't fall for it. Obviously, to some extent, I am joking. Not everything is a front or is fake, but just, I would just assume that it is and then, you know, carry on accordingly. Another thing is we miss out on moments. M-O-M-E-N-T-S or whatever the hell Webby said in that one song. And yes, that was my way of trying to sound cool. (laughs) I could be hanging out with my friends and, you know, still be stuck on my phone, scrolling through Instagram, being on Twitter, whatever the case may be, and not enjoying their company. Life is too short and we're seeing a whole lot of people that we know or somebody else knows that, you know, they're not here anymore. They're literally no longer with us. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for a good photo shoot, some videos, some evidence, you know, proof that y'all are friends and, you know, things for memories later on down the line. But letting, letting the phone consume you and everything that you're doing 
it's just not a good look and it you really do miss out on genuine moments and genuine human connection really I think getting back to the basics and like unplugging electronics and social media just so that you can fully be in the moment and I mean social media is kind of a terrible place to be for the self-conscious and low self-esteem folk like I said I've definitely had my fair share of run-ins with feeling inadequate like I'm not pretty enough like I'm not fit enough which I'm not but I can accept that because I know that I don't work out and uh, can I be real with y'all and say that it also creates this illusion of friendship like you really feel like you got people in your corner because they'll like a picture but you know at the end of the day if you're really going through something or you post you you make a post that sounds a little sad or like you're going through it most of your followers are not going to hit you up like hey you doing okay or what's going on like I have over a thousand followers on my Instagram and I really only actively talk to maybe five 10 on a good day if I posted something funny granted I know now Instagram's algorithms are mad wonky so the people who follow me all of them probably don't even see what I post because I know that I definitely don't see the 900 plus people that I follow and all of their posts but the final thing that you know it opened my eyes to was the fact that it genuinely feels amazing to mind my own business like to only have to worry and care and know about the shit I'm going through oh like it, it just feels great because now I have time to focus on the things going on in my life and I don't have to worry about what celebrities are doing what my next door neighbor is doing what Martha down the street is doing like it's none of my business and that has definitely been one of my favorite lessons that I've learned from the importance of, you know, dialing back and chilling off of social media because ultimately we all know you. That's why we enjoy it so much because we get to peer into other people's lives and see what they're doing and see how that relationship is going, how that new job opportunity turned out to be. I don't know, for me, minding my own business has been the best thing that has ever happened to me. Um, the only problem with that, though, is that me being Mama Maj, people tend to come to me for, you know, whatever issues and problems. And I'm not certified, so I don't give advice. I give my opinion. But I end up knowing about a lot of people's business without really wanting to. Whatever issues so-and-so has with so-and-so ain't got nothing to do with me. So I just be sitting back chilling. But I know all the tea. So it's kind of nice. It's like watching reality TV, but literal reality, like your reality, you know? But anyway, <laughs> I've gotten slightly sidetracked. But these are the things that I took away from my many hiatus moments from social media. I, I find solace in knowing that I'm chilling either way. Like Instagram could crash and burn tomorrow and I'd be completely fine because I have the numbers of the people that I talk to regularly you know they're a phone call away literally social media is a great tool if we use it for the right reasons so 
with everything that I've said, I hope you just take into consideration how big of a role social media is playing in your life. If you're using social media for business, more power to you. I'm doing that myself. I'm helping other people do that themselves. It's great. It's, it's a really good tool as long as we use it for the right thing, you know. But if not, I just challenge you all to kind of really think about the role that social media has been playing in your life. Social media isn't the problem. It's the people that you follow or how you choose to use social media that's the problem. So really we can't blame anyone but ourselves if we're feeling like we're getting more jealous when we're on Instagram or we're feeling inadequate. Stop following these Instagram models and these people these rappers or whoever who makes you feel like you're not doing enough and start following pages that promote growth, wealth, happiness, steps to get you there, tips, whatever the case may be. You know, let's use this platform for good. <laughs> you know, let's, why not utilize it to the best of our ability? That's what I've started to do. I stopped following most celebrities because it really served no purpose to me other than being envious that they had things that I literally cannot afford. So I only choose to follow my friends and people and things that motivate me to, to do better and to do great things. And I just challenge you all to do the same. Take a look at your follow list. And if when you follow someone and you see that like the thing you don't you're not even liking their pictures like you're not even showing support you might as well unfollow them just a food for thought but anyway this is mama maj you're tuned in to mama majism i thank you for the support i hope you tune in next time and from the bottom of my heart i love you